0: I'm Annalise Murray. I'm Ben's wife, and if you aren't new or you're new, this is my first time ever to preach, and I'm a little bit nervous. Um, but I know that God is going to speak through me if I can get this iPad going. Um, so, so to start, I definitely am not as funny as Ben, and so I'm going to start out with some funnies in case I don't get them in throughout the message. Um, but as I was thinking about this week and. Mother's Day in parenting, I started looking at memes and funny quotes and so I'm just gonna read a few of them. Um, If parenthood came with a GPS it would mostly just say recalculating. Um, I don't know about y'all but sometimes I think something's working and then it's like out the window because it does not work anymore so we're always recalculating. Um, My kids are the reason I wake up each morning, the reason I breathe and also why my hair is falling out. My house is a mess and I'm a little bit crazy. (laughs) Anybody agree with that? Um, The quickest way for a parent to get a child's attention is to sit down and look comfortable. I have been there way too many times. And then the last one, um, probably one of my favorites maybe, is being a parent is like folding a fitted sheet. No one really knows how. Those fitted sheets. Um, Anyway, so those are funny, a little bit accurate, and parenting definitely has some ups and downs. Um, Before I get into today's message, I just want to address maybe a few of you that might be sitting in the room today that when Mother's Day comes around every year, it might be difficult for you to find joy and peace in this day because of different stages of life that you might be in. Um, If you're the mother, that, or if you're the lady in the room waiting to be a mom and that journey has been difficult for you, um, I want you to know that God will give you the desires of your heart. I, too, was in those shoes one, years ago, um, told by doctors that I would never have kids, and I now have four wild and crazy boys. Um, but in that journey, I know that it is tiring, it is emo- it can be emotionally draining, and... I want you to know that God is with you the entire way and that you should rest in him. Rest in him and know that he will give you those desires of your heart. Um, If you are the mom in the room today who's had a child pass away, I can't imagine what feelings you felt in that moment, whether the child was young or old, Um, but I do know that God is faithful even in the season of loss and that he will give you supernatural joy and peace. And I want you to choose to believe and hang on to Jeremiah 31, 13. It says, I will turn their mourning into joy. I will comfort them in exchange their sorrow for rejoicing. Hang on to that verse and know that he's with you even in that season of loss. And then there's probably people in the room today who your mother is no longer here on this earth with you, and um, or you didn't have a relationship with your mother growing up, and um I want you to know also that God will provide for you peace on Mother's Day. Um, I know that because I've seen the peace that he's provided for Ben every year for the past 13 years on this day and also on Father's Day for Ben and myself. Um, the emotions, they may still be there. You still It may still be an emotional day, but even in that you can still have peace knowing that God is with you. Um, also if your heart's desire as i was preparing i thought about this um if your heart's desire is to still you miss that physical hug from a mother um, believe and pray and ask god to send you a spiritual mother it, she will not replace your birth mother ever but spiritual moms um, are wonderful they can be just as much of a blessing they can speak into your life they can encourage you, and they can be the one to give you that hug when you need it. Um, and so I just felt like someone needed to hear that, and I pray that those words encouraged you today if you're in that season of life today on Mother's Day. Now into the message. Um, so Ben told me I should work on my like, transitions. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, but he did ask me to speak today. Uh, we're in the series, Stress Out, Getting Stress Out of Our Life. And so he wanted me to talk on parenting. Um, and I'm here to tell you, I'm sorry, because I have no clue. No, I'm just kidding. In all seriousness, um, God has blessed us um, and allowed us to be parents and allowed me to be a mom. It definitely is the most um, rewarding yet challenging season of life that I've ever been in. Um, if you're in, if you are a parent, if you are a mom, um, you can probably agree with that. We love our kids and they are so rewarding to us, but it's also a challenge and it's um, a season that's ever changing. And one thing, though, that I do know that in parenting, um, God is by our side and He is there to help us during this season. And so I want to encourage you to ask Him to help you during this season. As you listen today, um, if you think, well, I'm not in the season she's talking about. just take it in and maybe one day you'll apply it to a spiritual daughter or spiritual son Um, and then there's a few points that i feel like you can definitely apply to your own life even if you're not a parent and so my message today is called the five d's of parenting the first d is desire desire the definition is just a strong feeling of wanting to have something And I believe as a parent and as an individual in general that our first desire always for our life should be to please God Um, in everything we say and everything we do We should strive to please God and when we do that as a parent our kids see that and they will follow in that Um, our desire to build our relationship with God and make it stronger every day And our desire for our kids as a parent should also be for them to succeed in their relationship with God I feel like that should be our first priority out of everything else not academics not sports we love sports at our house love them but our desire as parents for Ben and I our desire should not be for our kids to succeed in sports over succeeding in their relationship with God if we focus on having our kids desire Be to please God and work on their relationship with God if our kids walk with God in their life Then everything else that they put their hands to will succeed and so I think a lot of stress as a parent um, comes when we have higher expectations for our kids um, that They may not be able to meet Um, so I think if we focus on having them desire God more than anything else Everything else will line up in place um, So let our kids let your child hear you speak those desires into action Speak things over them encourage them in their walk with God encourage them to desire God more um, our uh, Lady Bird Johnson once said children are apt to live up to what you believe of them So believe big things for your kids. Believe big things in their walk with Christ. And know, like, because I want my kids to succeed in academics, I want my kids to succeed in sports just as much as everybody else, I really do. But I want them to succeed in their walk with God more than anything else, because it will get them further than anything else. Number two, our second D, is delight. And delight just means great pleasure. Um, delight and desire kind of go hand in hand um, This first verse even has both of those words in it um, Psalms 37 4 Says take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desire Delight yourself in him worship him again. It, it goes with desire, but um, remember that delighting yourself in him will bring other things in your life to peace And when we focus on God every our perspective on everything else will change Um, remember in parenting this is hard I feel like this is the hardest thing for me even as a parent to remember Um, but everything we face even in parenting is a spiritual battle and we're not fighting against our kids we're fighting for our kids and so when your kids are in a season that is stressful, um, and they're not doing well at home, and again, I may be preaching to myself, maybe y'all don't have stressful seasons with your kids. but um, when you have that in your home, when you have stress in your home, continue to delight in God, delight yourself in the Lord, and know that He's going to fight those battles with you. You're not called to do it alone. And I think that's where a lot of stress comes from, is we try to do things on our own. So when we delight ourselves in Him and continue to focus on Him, our perspective changes and things will calm because He's fighting with us and He's fighting for us. Um, One thing under delight um, that I wrote down, and at first I wasn't real sure, like, I was like, I don't even know why I wrote this, it doesn't make sense to me, Um, and I'm the one that wrote it. But I, I said, don't react quickly, breathe, and then react. And again when I first wrote it I was like I don't understand the connection (laughs) but then the more I read it I was thinking about breathing take a deep breath when you breathe in we're breathing the air that God gives us to breathe and so when we breathe we're delighting in the Lord because he's given us the air to breathe and so when like your kids are not gonna be perfect promise when they do something Instead of reacting immediately, I'm guilty of that. I promise. Okay, you don't have to ask my kids. I'll tell you. Okay, I'm guilty of that. But instead of reacting quickly, take a deep breath, delight in the Lord, delight in the air that He's given you to breathe, and then react. And I promise things will go differently. Um, Colossians three twenty one says, "Parents, don't come down too hard on your children." Or you'll crush their spirits no parent wants to crush your kids spirit and we do that we really do because we tend we overreact but if you take a minute breathe delight in the Lord things will calm and spiritually you won't crush your kids spirit but when you overreact because it might happen okay first thing kids can begin to distance themselves spiritually and even physically when you continue to overreact and so the first thing i want to say is when you do overreact go to your child and apologize you don't have to apologize for correcting them because if they did something wrong you have to correct them or discipline them but if you overreacted you apologize for overreacting one it will mend things spiritually Two, it will teach your kids to apologize when they've done something wrong, whether it be to you or to a friend or whatever. Um, You're just teaching them those lessons. Um, So, like, when Garrett was a baby, he was our first. Garrett's our oldest son. He did not cry much. Like, I'm not kidding. He really didn't cry a whole lot, but I remember specifically a day when he was crying, and I couldn't figure out how to calm him down. And, you know, if you're a mother or even a father, when your baby is crying and you can't figure out how to calm him down, you start to get a little very stressed out and you just kind of tense up. And he was crying, I couldn't figure out what was wrong, couldn't soothe him, Ben couldn't soothe him. And I just had this thought come to me, just play some worship music. Like I didn't know what else to do, like nothing was working. And so I thought, I'm gonna just play some worship music. And I did, I turned on some worship music, I was delighting myself in the Lord and as I rocked him, I was just crying because I was a new mom and he's crying, so I'm crying too, Um, and we just rocked. And as as the worship music continued to play, my spirit began to calm because I was just listening to the words of the song, but not only did my spirit begin to calm, he as an infant, he was little, like infant baby, calmed down. There's no other, I mean, I was trying everything and I didn't change anything I was doing except for I turned on worship music. And so we use that still to this day with all of our children. Even the other day, anybody in here been doing school at home? Ooh, help me, Jesus. Um, it has been crazy. It has been very stressful. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm a teacher, plus I'm teaching my four kids. And it's been crazy. But Garrett and I were working on an assignment. He's 14 now, or almost 14. And we were butting heads. It was not going well. He thought he was supposed to do one thing. I was reading it totally different, like I'm texting people, pray for me, because I'm, I'm crying in tears, he's getting upset, we were not having a good day, and I finally, I stopped and I said, Garrett, go to your room, I'm going to go, I'm going to sit in the living room, I turned on worship music in his room, I turned on worship music in the living room for about five minutes, we both calmed down. And we came back to it and we got the assignment done with no issues why because we stopped and we delighted ourselves in the lord calmed our spirits and we were able to succeed in what we were doing so delight yourself in the lord it might seem strange at first but i promise get in the word if you're not you know just play a worship song if you're not sure what to do play a worship song because i promise it will change things number three discipline third d discipline the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior. Um, when we start talking about discipline, a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't wanna really talk about that. It's so controversial, la da da But I just wanna say, go back to the Bible. It's not old school. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever, even in the case of discipline. Um, so spend time, if you don't know what it says about discipline, get in it for yourself. But I am gonna talk about a few things today. Um, I will say with discipline, be consistent just have a plan and be consistent you have to also have consequences Um, actions even as adults every action we have has a consequence positive action has a positive consequence a negative action has a negative consequence so we have to have those even for our children and i want to encourage you in the positive realm right now if your child does something That you want them to continue to do as far as behavior or anything like that. Give them a positive consequence Meaning give them a reward. It doesn't have to be like a tangible thing or a monetary thing Give them a word of encouragement give them a high five give them a big old hug But let them know in that way that what they're doing Like you love what they're doing and it'll encourage them to do that action or whatever again Um, But then in negative Actions we have to have some sort of negative consequence. I'm going to read a few scriptures here um, Ephesians 6:4 Says do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them rather bring them up with discipline and instruction That comes from the Lord so ask God if you're not sure on this even with discipline ask the Lord to help you with this show me what works best with my kids as far as discipline Hebrews 12:11 no discipline is enjoyable while it is happening it's painful but afterward there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained in this way discipline it's not fun as a parent it's not like it hurts us just as much as it hurts the kids sometimes because you don't want to do it a lot of times but when you're doing when you are disciplining your kids you will have a peaceful harvest in your home. Things will change. Things will be peaceful because you're giving your kids those guidelines and boundaries. Proverbs 29:15. Wise discipline imparts wisdom. And this is from the message or well, New Living Translations on the board, so are on the thing. I'll say that. Wise discipline imparts wisdom. Spoiled adolescents embarrass their parents. Nobody nobody wants to be embarrassed by their kids um i know that you know that um and so in order to help with that we have to set as the parent we have to set guidelines and boundaries for our children um kids at first they're going to seem like they don't like them but it will help them flourish um i have seen this not only in our home but i'm like i said i'm a teacher i went back to full-time teaching in january and when i first went back it was a different world than when i was in the classroom 10 years ago um, and i said i'm pretty old school and i set some pretty strict guidelines and boundaries um, these kids love some technology they love their phones and i'm the mean one like not letting them have it at all when i'm talking that kind of thing and they didn't like it at first and they pushed those boundaries and they pushed those guidelines but several weeks in the first three weeks were rough but by spring break i mean it took a while but some of the kids that push those boundaries the hardest and the most were flourishing. I mean, it is academics, but they were flourishing in academics because I had set boundaries and guidelines for them. And so that not only does that work at, for a teacher, it works in your home. I promise when you set those guidelines and boundaries, your kids will flourish. They, it may take a minute for them to get used to it, but they will flourish in that. A couple more verses, Proverbs 29, 17 um, says, discipline your children, you'll be glad you did. They'll turn out delightful to live with. Don't we all want people to be delightful to live with? <laughs> okay. Um, and I think I have this in another version just because I liked both the wordings. Uh, New Living Translation says, discipline your children and they will give you happiness and a peace of mind. And again, we're talking about stress out. When we have stress out, we have peace within. Um, last verse for right now um, Proverbs thirteen twenty four says if you refuse to discipline your children it proves you don't love them if you love your children you will be prompt to discipline them lack of discipline really when I was reading this verse and started reading some commentaries on it um, I loved this what it said lack of discipline puts our love in question as a parent because it shows a lack of concern for the character development of our kids so we discipline because we are developing character in our kids we want them to succeed in life we have to develop that character somewhere at our home so set those boundaries and guidelines Um, and it's not too late to set boundaries if your kids are older and you're like i don't know about this i don't know if i can start setting stricter boundaries or whatever you can it's going to might be a couple weeks or maybe even months of some struggles but it will like they'll begin to flourish Um, the idea in this with discipline is to make sure you have a plan in life we have a plan for almost everything we're trying to succeed in right if I want to be healthy as an individual then I'm going to set out an exercise plan and a diet plan for myself if I want to reach a certain career or a certain level in my job, then I'm going to have a plan to get there. So if we have plans for everything else in life, why don't we have a plan to discipline our children? And again, it, it doesn't always look like a spanking or whatever, restrictions. It, you know your kids, you know the seasons of your kids. And so just set that out, though, and let, and let your kids know, like, this is the boundary, this is the guideline. When it's crossed, this is what's gonna happen be very specific in that number four the fourth D is direction a course along which someone or something moves direction we want everyone to have direction or a plan Um, when as a parent when your kids live in your home if they're under your roof you have to help them with direction and plan they're not mature enough to do that on their own um i have seen so many times where like kids are still living under their parents household but they're kind of setting their own you know rules and guidelines and even direction for their life you're the parent god gave you those children for a reason And he gave you children, like those kids are under your roof, for you to help them until they're mature enough to set that plan for for themselves. And so I want to address that as far as church is concerned. If they live under your roof, bring them to church with you. Have that as one of the guidelines and boundaries. Um, And don't just take them to church. Get involved in church with them. 66% of students stop attending church for at least a year between the ages of 18 and 22 many of those not going back for a long time and I don't have a percentage on this but we've been in ministry almost 17 years and have seen a lot with our own eyes um, in Alabama and even here when kids are plugged into church serving with their parents when they go off to college, or even if they don't go off to college, but when they move out of the house, they are a lot more likely to continue to go to church and stay plugged in and serving. Um, an example of that, she's actually, y'all are privileged enough, she's in this service. I won't point to her, but a sweet Amaya Spearman, uh, when we first moved to Wichita Falls, we met her at the farmer's market and she started coming to Taco Tuesday And just was like, how do I get involved? I just want to be involved. And so she started serving. And she served like every Sunday almost until last May. She graduated from high school. Actually, she served through the summer, I think, a little bit. But she graduated from high school, and she went away to college. But the first thing she did when she moved away For school was found a local church to go to and get plugged in, and like I don't take we don't take credit for that as City Hope. I think it's because she got plugged in and she was serving and she felt and knew for herself the importance of surrounding herself with a body of believers to encourage her and uplift her. So I just want to encourage you: get your kids in church, but not just in church. Get plugged in, serving with them. in Proverbs 22 6, it says, Train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And that's what you're doing when you're bringing them and you're plugging in with them. They're, you're training them up and lo- teaching them to seek God's face. Um, if you are a parent in the room and you have an older child and you feel like they've gone astray or off the path and they're not seeking God right now I just want to encourage you to continue to pray Um, stand on God's Word for your child and it says that he won't depart from it and even if you know I thought about it when I was preparing I thought well what if it's somebody who wasn't going to church when their kids were younger Continue to pray. Pray for that child. Pray for divine appointments. Um, I've prayed this a lot for people. Divine appointments. All that means is God. All that means is God sends somebody else besides me into my child's life. Speak their name though. Name that child into their life to connect with them to draw them closer to you. A lot of times, um, my kids are not older yet, but. Um, Just seeing and hearing from other parents or whatever a lot of times kids when they're older if they are kind of going astray They don't want to hear from the parent about getting back in church. It just kind of Starts stressing a little bit more and so pray for someone else pray for that divine appointment to that child to draw that child to God and back to the um, church and the body of believers it might look in our earthly eyes, that those that they've departed, but know that the spiritual seeds that you're planting will flourish when you're praying for that child. Last D, the last D is different, not the same as another or each other, distinct. Um, the first thing under different is recognize your child's differences. Um, no two kids are the same if if you have more than one child you know that no two kids are the same we have four boys and every one of those boys is different in so many ways they're so they're so alike yet so different um, but just know that recognize those differences I think a lot of times for parents um, and this is just what I think and have experienced for my own self is when we try to fit our kid in this box like with our first son, like this worked and this worked and this worked and this worked. So we think it's going to work for all of them. And when we try to make it work for all of them, it's stressful because it's not working. So remember that your kids are different. Don't try to fit them in a box. They're not just different among themselves, but they're different than other people's kids as well. God created each of us different, including your kids. So don't try to fit them in a box. Um, Know what makes your kids smile know what makes your kid frown love each one of them equally but not the same because their love language if you've never read the book five love languages I encourage you to read it our love tanks are filled differently and your kids are the same way when your kids love tank is full their behavior is different and it will be less stressful in your house when they are being loved the way that they feel the most love Um, so know those love languages fill your kids love tanks celebrate the differences let your kids know that it's okay not to be like everyone else let them know that because sometimes they're stressed out because they're trying to be like whoever like the older brother or like this friend over here when your kids stressed you're stressed yes (laughs) You really are so let them know you don't have to be like so-and-so our second son For years loved to be like his big brother loved to be he's played baseball his whole life I mean, he's only 10, but that's you know a long time and just this year Decided he didn't want to play baseball anymore, and it was hard on me because I love baseball And I just was like what you know, but he's not like he's not Garrett He doesn't have passion for baseball like Carrot does and so we have to let him be who he wants to be Okay, know your child's differences celebrate those differences Knowing and accepting that every kid is different will relieve some stress from you. Okay? Um, Another difference another different is recognize that there are different seasons of parenting as our kids grow Things change. Seasons change. The way you discipline will be different. The way you direct will be different. Um, But be flexible. Know that the seasons will change. Be flexible when they change. Have a plan, but be flexible. Change that plan. Um, I was fortunate enough growing up to have two great parents. They weren't perfect, but they were great. Um, And so many people have asked me before. I have three brothers. just said how did your parents do such a good job like how did they raise four kids four of you all four of you to be successful and you know such good people and first I'll tell you we're like we weren't we're, we're still not we're not perfect the four of us we're not perfect we made some big mistakes okay but I do know this we are where we are today as grown adults because We were raised in church serving in church not just going serving and i know beyond a shadow of a doubt prayer okay we had parents that prayed over us my mom still to this day prays names each child all her grandchildren every day every day prayer makes a difference Um, if you need a good laugh i'm gonna tell you one real fast my this is like the way I remember this story okay I had a brother I won't name his name but he got a tongue ring when we were in college my parents did not like it like at all Connie will know Uh, my parents did not like the tongue ring and so you know they were they were aggravated he got aggravated they were button heads or whatever I kid you not when he woke up the next morning from getting that tongue ring his tongue was infected and my this is the way I see the story okay this is just my version of the story I think it's because my mom prayed that night that something would happen and he would have to take it out that's just how I think it went I don't know if that's the truth but I, that's what I believe but I'm not kidding, that's for real what happened. Um, but God. But just pray, pray over your kids. God makes a difference in parenting, so find him. If you've never asked him to be Lord of your life and walk with you every day, do that. Know him, know him for you. Don't let someone else know him for you. Know him for you in your family. Ask him to walk with you in this journey because it's not easy we, if we were trying to do it alone you can't you can't do it alone so don't try to do life without God but don't try to do life alone without others get plugged in find a small group we'll be launching small groups soon find one Um, They this next season of small groups might be digital and you know I don't know what it's gonna look like but find a small group whether it's digital or in person find it Because there's people around you who can encourage you. They may have been where you are and they want to encourage you That's what we're here for. We're here for each other. We can't do life alone. I can't do life alone I'm the pastor's wife. I can't do it alone. You can't do it alone So get in a small group Get serving on the weekend with your entire family. When we start growth track back, come hear what the church is about. Find out how you can plug in. It does. It's not hard and it's fun. Find, like ask somebody. It's fun to be part of the dream team. And then prayer makes a difference. Pray for your kids, and don't regret the days that you didn't pray. Start now. Call their name out every day. Pray together as a couple. If you're a single parent, pray over your kids alone every day. Call their name out. Ask God for specific things in each of your kids' lives. Prayer changes things, I promise. Um, And if you're married, though, pray together as a couple. Let your kids see you pray together as a couple. Let your kids hear you praying over them. Not every time, because sometimes they might think it's awkward, but let them hear you praying over them. Pray with them on the way to school you want protection over your kids God will give them protection he will he protects them more than we do because he cares about them way more than we do think about that we care about our kids a lot but we're all God's children and he cares about all of us way more so pray and remember that our efforts cannot make our children wise they can only encourage them to seek God's wisdom above all else Will you bow your heads with me? If you're in this room right now, and I think it'll be a lot of us because I'll raise my hand too, but if you want God to just walk with you and continue to encourage you through the season of parenting, I just want to pray for you today. So if you'll just lift your hand up and put it back down, you don't have to keep it up long, but I just want to pray over you this morning. Father, I thank you so much, God, for every parent in this room, Father. I thank you that you've called us to this special journey, and you've called us to do this journey, but not alone. I thank you, God, that you're going to offer every parent the peace and the strength and the encouragement that they need, God. I pray that you would be beside them, walking with them every single day, every single hour, God, and that they would remember to call out to you every time that they're in need. God, I pray for just a supernatural blessing to be over them, that your favor would be on their life and every one of their children's lives. God, you've called each one of them to have a big plan. And so I just pray that that plan will be fulfilled. And now if you're in this room and you are like, I don't, I can't even start this journey yet because I have never asked Jesus to come in and be the Lord of my life. And you want to do that this morning. You want him to walk with you in this journey as a parent i would love for you to raise your hands so that we can pray all right. father i just thank you god for these people in the room today god that need you to be the lord of their life god we all do but if they've never called you to be lord of their life before god i thank you that today is the day today is a new day And a new season for them because they are standing in this room or sitting in this room today and they're asking you, God, to be Lord of their life. I pray that you would fill them with your peace and your presence, God, and that they would feel the tangible difference in their life starting today, Lord. We love you and we praise you and we thank you for all you're going to do in them and through them. In your name we pray, amen. Um, as I was preparing or well, ben, when Ben asked me, I'll say this when Ben asked me to speak today um, I have never preached before and I was super super nervous He's asked me before and I just was like really no 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 And this time I was like, uh, I feel like I need to I need to step into something new and so I said yes, but I had a ultimatum is that or? Something like that. I said yes, I will but only if you will sing this song with me and since all of this started with coronavirus and everything um this song it's called the blessing has just been on my heart that we as pastors should sing it over you and so that's what we're going to do this morning
1: shines to you the lord to turns... And your family, and your children, children and their children, children, and their children, may, His children may His presence go before you, and behind you, and beside you, and beside you all around. Us today. Hey, come on, let's give God praise today. Let's thank Him that He's with us, He's for us. Amen.
2: Hey, you know, that song is really just scripture. That's all it is. It comes straight from the Bible. And a couple people just turned it into a song so that we can enjoy, so we can proclaim that over our lives today. Hey, I'm so glad that you're here today. So proud of my wife, Annalise. Give it up for her. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the reasons I asked her is I knew she has this gift inside of her she needs to start using, but secondly, uh, if anybody knows what it's like... For parenting stress right now She just knows it She knows it Like she said Teaching And, and teaching our kids And teaching high schoolers and, and then all the other stuff That she does For our family And our home And, and, and she knows What it's like To be stressful So she, you didn't hear it From me who You know A guy who Maybe leaves the house For most of the day And comes back later on Right Gets to have fun With the kids No you heard it From somebody In the middle of it So thank you Thank you Thank you For sharing that with us Thank you so much